Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Welcome to TC Live on a semifinal Saturday in the Great North. Our final set in Toronto while the women are delayed by rain. Either way, guaranteed a first-time winner on both sides. Plus, do you think you could take a game from a pro? If you answered yes, our experts tell you why you're wrong. We'll break down a shocking new survey that's been trending on social media. Come on in. Great to have you here with us. Steve Weissman back in between the Andes. Andrea Petkovic coming straight from the booth, straight to the TC Live desk. The Hall of Famer Andy Roddick over on the big screen. As Andrea just said, winner, winner, sinner, dinner. Andy Roddick, what did you make of that match against Tommy Paul with Yannick Sinner heading to the final to take on Alex Dimonor? Yeah, I mean, he was just all all night long. He was forcing Tommy Paul to make the decision uh, to be aggressive or to hang back. But if he if Tommy was trying to be aggressive, it was off a ball that was coming in hot. Right. And Petco nailed it during the broadcast in real time. Sinner was getting that first ball and was the first to switch directions. Right. It was the first one to kind of get top TP uh, on a string a little bit. Sinner got a little tight there at the end. Uh, the 4-2 game missed three first ball airs. Uh, the 5-3 game obviously gets broken. TP helps him out. The last game with the first two first ball airs. Uh, but, hey, he got, he got through it, and uh, he, he's played great stuff all week. He's played great stuff all week. What's your biggest takeaway for Tommy Paul from this tournament? Obviously, beat the world number one, Carlos Alcaraz. I think he can be very proud with how he how he performed, how he played. I think there is a lot to be seen that is already better. Last year, he played semifinals. I do think he played better this year, and that's very important to see that he is improving. Him and Brett Stein seem to be on the right path. They seem to be working on the right things. And I think that the top ten is very close, very close, almost there for him to grab <laughs> And hopefully he will be able to grab it soon. But I just have to reiterate how much I love Yannick Sinner's game. I think he plays so beautifully. I could just close my eyes and listen to how cleanly he hits the ball when he really connects. It's just ah, music to my ears. All right, we'll talk more about that final between him and Alex Dimonor later in the show. But as we mentioned, Tommy Paul beat a world number one yesterday. Another American looking to do the same today. That would be Jesse Pagula. Taking on Iga Sviantec for the third time this year, Andy. They split the previous two. Those were both straightforward. This was not. Yeah, I'm not sure we saw this coming. Uh, with Pagula out of the gates, uh, hot from the start, setting precedent. There were a lot of breaks in this match, Steve. 19 in total in 30 service games overall. So these two were really taking advantage of second serve opportunities uh, when they had them. We know Sviantec is going to fight to the last ball, stepping in. Going after that second serve like we know she's prone to do. And this was one of the weirder things I've ever seen, Steve. Obviously, she's going back to the overhead. And then, of course, Cotton Eye Joe comes on, Steve. <laughs> We're talking about a match in Canada with someone from Buffalo and someone from Poland. I say there's zero chance Fiontek's ever heard this song. And I don't know that she ever wants to hear it again. But maybe it's maybe a sneaky Cotton Eye Joe fan won the next 12 points. Got through the second set. She was inspired. Jesse was 
rightfully questioning the song choice from whoever pressed that button. But she came right back and stayed there in the third set. Sviatek was able to keep her head down. It looked like she was kind of going to kind of get ahead, playing from ahead this entire third set. But I felt like that was just rinse and repeat on both sides. Anytime uh, there was a second serve thrown and the other person was just eating lunch. Uncharacteristic miss from Sviatek. And Pugula's going, I will take it. I will move on to the final. I will take a victory over the number one player in the world. Broke Sviantec a record 11 times in this match. Let's hear from Pagula. Thanks, guys, for coming out, packing the stadium. Um, I love playing here. I, I really do. I've had great results here. Being born in um, Buffalo, New York, I'm right on the border of Canada. So I, I feel like you guys are also my, my fans, even though I'm American. Well, take a look at what Jesse Pagula has accomplished. Second win over world number one. Fourth to have multiple wins over Sviantec since the start of last year. Second final of the year. Third career WTA 1000 final. She's already won one of those. From Cotton Eye Joe to Cotton Eye, let's go. How about Jesse getting this done? 19 total breaks of serve in this match, a random DJ break, and a win over the world number one. What stood out most to you, Andrea? What stood out most to me was that even after 19 breaks of serve, there was still the least weirdest thing on the court today. <laughs> Talking about Cotton Eye Joe, can we please come back? First of all, why is that at all? in the playlist of any DJ in Checking Clock 2023. Get a new playlist. Get a new playlist. But the match was fine, too, I guess. Please get Cotton Eye Joe out of your playlist, DJs. Thank you very much. I mean, listen, you know how Iga comes on with the headphones, and she likes Taylor Swift. I'll, I think she's putting Cotton Eye Joe in there, coming out maybe to that final match uh, in the future. But Jesse, I don't think she gets enough credit, Andy, for her consistency, her power, her mental toughness. What, what does this win mean for her going forward? Yeah, and listen, the only thing that's not on her resume yet, Steve, is is, is one of these big wins, right, in a, in a Masters 1000 or a slam. But she's right there every single week. And this is someone who had to work to get into the top 100, to get into the top 50, into the top 10, into the top five, and now knocking on the door uh, of these bigger titles. So credit to Jesse Pagula for all the work she's put in uh, over the years. And, uh, man, I mean, she is on the return game. Uh, Iga Sviatek won, I think, 44% of her total service points. Neither player won over 50% of, of their service points. Uh, one of the more insane matches uh, that I've ever seen. It was almost like when the other person was serving, it was a bit of a gift. But, I mean, Jess Pagula runs well, strikes the ball cleanly. You know, sometimes she can run into a streaky player with a serve kind of lets her down a little bit. But listen, Coco Goff was red hot coming into that match yesterday. Toughed her out in a tough three-setter. Toughed Iga out in a tough three-setter. What does that get you? It gets you probably a tired opponent. Uh, she's going to be sitting on the couch tomorrow morning while everyone else is preparing to play or their opponents are preparing to play two matches uh, at best that day. So good job, Jess Pagula. Well done today. By the way, this is the first time that Americans have beaten both world number ones in the same week since Miami 2008. Serena did it, and our guy Andy Roddick got it done against world number one Roger Federer. You remember that, Andy? I own that guy. That guy never had anything against me. I, I'm, I was. Uh, he told me after the match. He said, "Andy, I think you're you're just totally in my head now." Um, yeah, it was um, was it was like seeing Bigfoot or a unicorn that day, Steve. 
Steve, we all remember when Andy beat Roger Federer. I mean, he's done it multiple times, by the way. Oh, yeah. As well. A ton. Yeah, all the time, really. All right, let's get to the fellas in Toronto. This was earlier today, men's semifinals entering Toronto. Alex Diminor, 0 for 10 in the round of 16 matches at Masters events. Now one win from the final, taking on Alejandro Davidovich Fokina, Andrea. He was taking on Davidovich Fokina, and he was the same demon that we have seen all tournament long. He was moving well, he played more aggressively, found his way to the net, played really, really well. But I have to say, Davidovich Fokina looked absolutely flat. He looked like something was bothering him physically. Who knows, but he just didn't look on it. And then the demon is way too solid for something like that. If something is bothering you, demoner just didn't give him anything. And you can see it even in the last shot mm -hmm. of the match. It was just a bit off. It was very breezy today. It was windy, but demoner too solid for Davidovich Fokina today. The Aussie broke in all but one of his return games. First Masters 1000 final. Here's a look at your head-to-head. -head. Yannick Sinner has owned Alex Diemenor. He's actually won 10 of the 11 sets that they have played. Sinner will get to six in the world. Diemenor a career-high 11 if he takes the title, which would be a first Masters 1000 for either one of these guys. Andy, we talked about Yannick Sinner earlier, so let's talk a little Alex Diemenor. He's now won nine of his last 10 matches, got to the Los Cabos final. Now the final here in Toronto. Have you noticed anything different with his game over the last couple weeks? I think he's spot serving a little bit better, right? Normally he doesn't get that big cut on the, the flat serve. It kind of goes through the court kind of straight, and then he kind of goes to work afterwards. He's been table setting a little bit better with the serves, hitting it wide a little more often. That first ball kind of opening up the court has been coming forward uh, a little bit better. I don't know that I've seen him uh, at the net as much as he's been uh, the, the last couple of weeks. And also the consistency, right? He hits a flatter ball uh, off that forehand side, kind of has a, a, a little bit of a different grip that's not quite uh, prone to extreme spins. And it kind of can be hit or miss. And he's just been rock solid. Worked his way through the first couple of rounds. Said he didn't feel great. Uh, I, I should do him a favor, though. I've, I've picked against him every single match of the entire <laughs> tournament like an absolute dummy. And so uh, I'll do him the favor and pick against him again tomorrow. <laughs> How about, you know, we talk about, we talk about Sitsidosa, Stefano Sitsipas, Paula Bedosa, maybe Gal Malfis getting inspired by Alina Svitolina. Katie Bolter, Alex Seymour's girlfriend, is at a career high right now. They're both at their career highs. That could be something that motivates both of them as well. Behind every successful man stands <laughs> an even more successful and stronger and more beautiful woman. Don't you know that? But uh, in all seriousness, I do think that these couples are helping each other, supporting each other. And, uh, and just if you can hear a tip or something from, from your partner that is as good or even better in what, what both of you are doing, why not? I think that's uh, actually very fruitful. And if they can support each other um, mentally and emotionally, why not? And I agree 100% with Andy. Um, he looks a bit more aggressive. He is known as a counterpuncher. He's known as one of the quickest guy on the courts who can cover a lot of ground. But now he's looking to take matters into his own hands. And if you want to win big titles, you have to take matters into your own hands. And he looks more like this Deminor. So great performance from him over the course of this tournament so far. Especially got to be aggressive against a guy like Yannick Sinner. We will talk more about that final coming up later on TC Live. Plus, since Qualies are underway, but when we come back, you got to get a load of this. A new survey saying a lot of casual tennis players think they can win games against professionals. 
The Andes have thoughts. You don't want to miss it next. Steve, back on TC Live. A reminder, next week, Tennis Channel brings you live coverage from the Western and Southern Open in Cincinnati. Don't miss the combined 1,000-level event featuring all the big stars. Begins Monday, 11 a.m. Eastern, part of summer in the cities. Well, Quali is already underway in Mason, Ohio. Not a great day for the American men, but the ladies are holding court, including our Taylor Townsend Petco. Oh, yes, she is so good, and this is a great win. Lysia Tsarenko played really well on the grass court season. She's a tough player to beat, and hopefully Taylor can come through to the main draw. That would be great, but also another significant win here. Emma Navarro beating Leila Fernandez and Alicia Park. She looks on an upward-aiming form because she's played really well in Montreal as well, and is, she's come back for more in Cincinnati, or rather Sam Mason, Ohio. Who's counting? <laughs> the general vicinity where they call it soccer in Ohio, Andrea. <laughs> uh, time now to break down a U.S. tennis survey. They got a bunch of play on social media recently. Here are the percentage of people who thought they could win a game against a professional tennis player. 71% overall. More than 80% of the younger players and nearly half of players over the age of 55 were like, yeah, I can get a game off Joker. Okay, uh, Roddick, I'm going to start with you on this one. I, I know you tweeted something about it. <laughs> Those 55-year-olds, you know, getting gully out there. Did you, what are your thoughts, Andy? This is insane. If I had as much self-confidence in my tennis game as these people who were surveyed do, I would have won Wimbledon 17 times, minimum. This is absolutely insane. There is no chance. I played the Ohio University intramural champion back in like 05 or 06 because a guy was writing a book about, you know, what would be needed to compete with a pro. I beat him with a frying pan, Steve, a frying pan. <laughs> and I'm, it's not like I'm the most talented guy. To, there it is right there. I was playing, I played with a frying pan. <laughs> he like, was proud so, about it, too. So, there was just this is this is insanity on like the highest level. If you play at your club and you, you didn't play Division One tennis, you cannot win a game off of Novak Djokovic. Stop it! I'm sitting here as a 40 year old. I won 32 times on tour. I cannot win a game off of Novak Djokovic right now in this moment, and you can't either. If I can't, this is insane. What one quick follow up? Did he get a game off of you when you had the frying pan? Yeah, real success story for that guy. He won four <laughs> games when I was playing with a frying pan. <laughs> All right, Pekka, uh, your turn. Well, I actually like to do that. I like to play with amateurs, especially now that I'm retired, and I hit with them, and then when they hit, they think, oh, this is easy. I can hang with the pros. I, I can do this. And then when we start playing points, I don't give them even a point, not even one point. First of all, I was a professional tennis player. I'm competitive. I'm not going to give you a point for free. That's number one. And number two, I like to put people in their place where they belong. And your place is not one point, not one game, not with me. Thank you very much. See you next time. So you're going golden sets. A hundred percent. Not one single point I'm giving these people. Not one single point. Come at me. <laughs> Come at Roddy, do you agree with that? Like, uh, you're not even getting a point off of a pro? Well, I stink right now. I don't know. We could double fault maybe, but like a game, a game, like we're talking, we went from a game 
which last time I checked is four points in pretty close proximity to a single point. That's not the same conversation, not even close. I'm sure there are amateurs that can serve 110 and will miss a return. You probably could have won a game off of a hacker like me because I stunk at returning. But like you're never I would go year like if I could serve at like a club level, I would go decades without losing serve, like literally decades would never lose my serve. So you wouldn't win a match. This is this is insanity. And I don't get it. Players over 55. I'm 40. I was number one in the world. I can't get a game. There's no chance. This is this is the dumbest segment we've ever done on the show. Actually, it's one of the better ones because you're, you're so fired up about it. That is so true. Well, but you know what? Did you see that uh, Somali runner running the sprint against? Okay. Prof- did you see that? No. So there was a um, a woman from Somalia running 100 meters, and she was an amateur. And she, I mean, this is 100 meters, right? So we're talking about what 14 seconds running. And she was not even in the camera, not even close in the camera, while the others were running through and I think sometimes you should put in amateurs and this is um, a theory from my friend Caitlin sometimes you should put in amateurs to see how good the actual pros are because if you see Tommy Paul hitting a 46 rally shot with uh, with Yannick Sinner you're like oh this is easy but if you would put a real a regular person next to it you would see the real difference and sometimes we should just put in a little uh, sacrifice of an amateur player to see what the pros actually do. I love this. Not not a shot. It's pure insanity. Now, Eddie, is this so if you're ranked 800 in the world, also nobody's getting a game off of that man or woman? No, I don't know. I have like Steve, did I ever play anyone 800 in the world? No, I was on tour like the real tour. (laughs) Like the real tour where we make where we make paychecks. Right. You're not you're not a professional if you don't cash paychecks. Right, Steve, in your job. Right. Yeah, that's fair. But like you're you're cashing a paycheck in an ITF event, right? Like a 15K. No, if, if you don't make if you don't make your yearly income doing something, you're not a professional. Just between you and me, no one's watching. <laughs> like you have to actually support yourself over like years for it to be like an actual thing. So like, sure, 800 in the world is it's fantastic. You're like 700 spots away from playing in a major. Like it's great, but you're you better get from 800 to 200 real quick. That's all I'm saying. This is awesome. Not only throwing shade on all the amateurs on the planet, but everybody who's not on the ATP or, or WTA. I have to say, I, I'm not, I have nothing to do with the guy on the screen over there. I stand for yeah, my you, own thoughts you, only. Yeah, you, you want to you distance yourself from what I said, but I promise you don't disagree with me. This next commercial break, we're going to talk about it. <laughs> Best segment of TC Live yet. Golden sets for Petco and, and, and Roddick can't even get a game off Djokovic. So you can't either. No. Don't think about no. it. Over 55. Got- what a joke. All right. The most played men's rivalry in the open air got extra spicy in Canada. This was 10 years ago. We flashed back. Something we'll never forget. Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s-inspired style and cutting-edge performance technology with its sleek mid-cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi-piece upper construction delivers high-energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Pekovic, Roddick Watchman back on TC Live. Ten years ago, semifinal Saturday in Canada, we had two of the GOATs going at it. Nadal, Djokovic, and a crazy point, Petko. Well, this is ten years ago, maybe not today, but ten years ago, and things got a little bit testy, and I love both of these players, and I love this situation. I do think that Nadal couldn't have done much else. It was a very difficult shot to pass Novak. He did a good job in closing the net down. Um, but Novak was not happy and he's turning around. Rafa is trying to apologize. He's like, nope. No thank you. And Rafa goes on to win. But, and what people don't show, the end of the story, at the net, they had a few words. He's like, I'm sorry about the ball. Novak is like, I know. I know you couldn't have gone anywhere. And then Rafa is like, I'm really sorry. And then Novak is like, it's okay. I'm just going to go ahead and the goat debate and, uh, and just pull one ahead. Sorry for that. Right at his neck. Rafa would go on to win the title that year. Uh, taking a look at Chad Rubin's results for the season thus far. 39-19. and 19. She's right now up about 12. Chanda Bucks doing great. So who is she taking tomorrow? Well, it's a semifinal matchup. She's got five on it. Samsonova over Rabakina. Are you going with Chanda Petko? Ooh, that's a good question. I will. Hey, listen, Chanda is always right. I'm always wrong. Why not be on the right side of history for once? I'm going with Chanda. All right. She's 2-0, and by the way, against Rabakina. So why, why not go for three? Let's see what's trending on social media. We've already talked about some stuff trending today. The draws are out in Cincinnati, and we showed you Novak Djokovic. He has got a tough road to a title there. Hasn't played the event since he won it in 2020 when it was in New York. Wasn't allowed in the country the past couple of years. Uh, he's got either Davidovich, Fokina, or Echeverry first. Then could face Nori, Malfis, Demonor, or Wolf next. Roddick, what do you make of this? Yeah, I mean, on the surface, it looks it looks like a tough draw, like all these Masters 1000s are. But the thing that I look for with Novak when he's trying to get his feet into a tournament, if he's been off for a little bit, is any is he going to get looks at return games, right? Davidovich Fokina is not going to blow him off the court with his serve. He's going to get into some rallies, even the potential third rounders. Uh, Nori, not a massive server. Demon are playing great. Listen, he, he, it's going to be tough for him to back it up and even make the third round uh, after the tax of this week. So, you know, I, I actually think he's going to get his feet into this event. Uh, one person who I don't worry about often is Novak Djokovic. That's fair. And he's won this event a couple of times. One person he will not have to deal with is Nick Kyrgios. We knew he wasn't playing Cincy or the U.S. Open. We now know he is not playing the Labor Cup either, Andrea. So that means uh, Captain Johnny Mack gets three selections. Uh, right now they've got Felix Ojealiasim, they've got Taylor Fritz, and they've got Francis Tiafo. Who else would you put on Team World? And erotic, because he, okay. <laughs> he just, <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> and erotic is so angry. I'm just looking at ways to make him angrier today, because this is great live TV and erotic being angry. Um, that's a good question. Uh, Who would I pick? Um, maybe Rounded Shapovalov. You could put Tommy Paul there. Tommy Seth Paul. Porto. 
Ben Ta- Shelton. I would go Tommy Paul Eubanks. and maybe just Chris Eubanks. Um, Chris Eubanks. Good one. I would go Tommy Paul. Actually, maybe uh, have somebody from Latin America, Thomas Martin Echeverry, mm-hmm. for example, just to mix things up. Why not? Yeah, I mean, I, I think TP. I think TP is the obvious pick. The good news, apparently. For Captain McEnroe is that half the country over 50 also thinks they could play in a Labor Cup team. So uh, this, it should be it should be pretty simple. I'd like to apologize for my anger issues this show. Moving on. And Captain McEnroe, I'll, I'll go in the Labor Cup team. Sure. Why, why, not? Yeah, sure, why not? I'll warm some folks yeah, up and win. not win points or games. It'd be great. You could win a game. It'd be very motivational. Sunday's schedule, yeah. we've got the women's semifinal. 1.30 p.m. Eastern, uh, that winner will take on Jesse Pagula in the women's final at 5.30 p.m. Eastern. Andrea, you're not on TC Live tomorrow. This is our last show. But, but we've got one more segment with Petco, so don't go anywhere. Time now for our hot shot of the day. A big happy birthday to Pete Sampras. Turns 52 today, so Pistol gets our hot shot, Roddick. 99 ATP Tour Finals against Andre. I mean, look at this. This is some serious athleticism. This makes me happy. What would my neighbor do against Pete? Nothing. He would dominate you, too. This... I love it. You never get tired of seeing this. He had to be able to dunk, right? I mean, for sure. Two-foot stand? That's a joke. I mean, he was doing, like, reverse 360s, I think. He can do anything. That was athletic. Here's our schedule. We've got the semifinal at 1.30 p.m. Eastern, then the men's final, 4 p.m. Eastern, Toronto, and then the women's final, 5.30, Pagula against either Rabakina or Samsonova. Now, while those finals are happening, we are on to Cincinnati as well. First-round matches at the Western and Southern Open getting started. Huge one, maybe for a spot in the Labor Cup. Ben Shelton taking on Chris Eubanks. we got the all-French battle, Gasquet Manorino, and then Big Foe taking on Talon Griegspor. Those are some great matchups. Our FanDuel match preview is Samsonova and Rabakina and Ludmila is your favored player. She is 2-0 against Rabakina, but Rabakina, of course, is ranked much higher. Uh, we'll see what goes down in this one. Right now, customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. Download the FanDuel Sportsbook app to start making every moment more. Uh, Andy, your pick when it comes to this matchup, Samsonova, Rabakina. Yeah, I get the head-to-head. Uh, I'd love to know how many of those are, are post-Wimbledon last year because I think Rabakina has been a, a bit of a different player uh, since then. And, and listen, the rest of us are mad that it rained today and canceled this match. There's one person who's probably happy, happy about it, and that's Rabakina. Finishing at 3 a.m. last night, she kind of got away with one with the with the rain today. We'll have a big day tomorrow, but you cross that bridge when you get there. Uh, I like Rabakina having the day off today. Jesse Pagula also probably happy about it as well. Could become the first American since Serena 10 years ago to win the title in Canada. Your last TC Live, but you're calling both finals tomorrow, right? I am calling both finals tomorrow. And yesterday I have my witness in Mark Petschy. I said after the first three games of Yannick Sinner against Gael Monfils that he will win the tournament. So I am going with Yannick Sinner for the tournament win in Toronto. And I'm going with Jess Pagula for the tournament win in Montreal. All right, it's on camera, it's on tape. We will talk about it tomorrow at TCL. You've been awesome. Thank Great you job so all much. week long. 14 days of Petco that we've had here on Tennis Channel. Roddick, I will uh, see you tomorrow. I've got like, I don't know, eight more days with you. So I'm looking forward to that. <laughs>
I'm sorry. I'm gonna I'm gonna regain my composure. Also, Demon needs an obvious person for the Labor Cup as we're getting <laughs> yeah. out of this show. Demon or should be on it. No, no doubt. Yes. Good, good, good nugget before before we say goodbye to everybody. Hopefully, we get a, a fired up Roddick once again tomorrow. You can't beat him or anybody else, folks. Don't even try. <laughs>